What is up, dudes, dudettes, and all the people of the interwebs? You are here. It is Saturday. You know what time it is. Welcome to the United States of Smash on the Smash Podcast. Man, it, it, it's it's a good day. The, this, ah, oh, man, this Saturday has just been leading into some amazing stuff. It is a wonderful kickoff for the for the spring season of anime, and it has me pumped. I know y'all are just as pumped, and, and we got some good little topics here to talk about because our, our excitement levels have just been through the roof today. But let's introduce the usual suspects that we have here. First up, we have the man with no plan, Mr. Operation. What's up, everybody? Um, <laughs> you said something. You'll probably hear it a little bit later on in a certain anime. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> just remember that quote. Remember, the whole quote you just did. And you'll eventually hear that later on. One of these animes that's dropping mm. this uh, month. I'll leave it at that. But I've been good. Just been reading. I'm here academia right now. We're playing some quantum breaks. Been good for me right now. Oh, that's good, man. Uh, you enjoy quantum break? Bro, it's dope. I'm trying to figure out why you're writing some shit on this game, but it's dope so far. I don't know, man. But remedy, remedy, they something special, man. They they tell amazing sci-fi stories, and that's definitely. Yep. Can I fault right. that? All right. Yeah, man. It, it, it's a sad thing. They 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 a top tier indie developer, man. They they don't get enough respect. All right. Next up on the panel, a returning man who's kind of been out the past few weeks. He's been frauding it up, but he's finally showing his face. The Spartan himself, Mister Nithalese Nithalese. What's going on, guys? I'm finally back. You know. One week, I got stuck in traffic. Literally took like three hours for them to clear it out. And the other week, you know, I had to work because it was one of those busy days. But now I'm back. I'm pumped. I just saw my Hero Academia Season 3 premiere. Uh, there's a Gokyo Ghoul uh, reboot called Gokyo Ghoul Re. I'm going to check that out. And apparently there's a boxing anime that's fucking good. So I guess I'll check that out. So this is one hell of a season. Let's get the show going. That's my man. And he's saying that there was traffic, but I mean, he lives in the middle of nowhere. Traffic yeah. is like two cars. <laughs> when a fucking car accident happens, you have no idea how long it takes them to get people out there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and last up, we have the ever insightful, the ever creative drawn man, Soul King. What is up with your soul? What is good, everybody? I'm ready to get into these topics. I know you're excited. You you got to give some respect to what to you, man, because you always out here hustling with us while you hustling at work. You double yeah, dipping. <laughs> but you just can't help it. You get excited when you want to talk about this. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love what, to talk about, man. And of course, our our other panel member, Super G, is uh, currently out right now. He'll be popping in a little bit later taking care of his young son. So we got to make sure he's taking care of that, man. Family's always important. But let's let's go ahead and hop into this. And the first thing, we, we, we want to save our hype for the obvious show here uh, on what we're all excited about. But, man, this this week, and, and uh, we were going in about this last week, is that there was just so many great shows that were going to be premiering this week. And, and early into next week, to kick off the spring season and it's just it's been mind-blowing just how big these some of these shows are getting straight out the gate can and we turn them off of april it's like a damn holiday for all these legendary drops <laughs> <laughs> we might as well at this point bro yeah for real this, this is gonna be something to get get through 
from April all the way through uh, July. These are going to be some some heavy hitting shows, and and the one that that's been a surprise that we actually talked about a while back with some of our uh, guests uh, and unusual suspects that were out here with uh, Mo- with Mighty Moss and One Awaits Dragons. Uh, we were actually talking about megaloboxing, and and we were talking about how sports animes have been doing really well uh, a while back, and you know there's some really top tier ones. So me and you were just talking. In the pre-show that you've seen a lot of the big ones, you know, Haikyuu, Kuroko's Basketball. Uh, what are some of the other ones? Did you ever watch Prince of Tennis or any of that? I never checked out Prince of Tennis, but I checked out Shield 21, Slam Dunk, stuff like that. Oh, and, Slam Dunk is another big one. Yeah, and I love them, man. I love them. Yeah. And and this one was interesting is is me and and we talked about this a while back is that I love boxing I I I grew up with boxing and all that just like Moss and and One Away Dragons and this one was one that we were talking about because this one was just a badass with the animation very old school like early nineties early two thousand style of animation what you would see in like Trigun and and like Cowboy Bebop era that that kind of style it, it was very uh old school looking but just the animation is just so badass and top tier and y'all were hyping this up right now because y'all just watched the first episode so op give me give me your thoughts on that episode to start off this episode was a pleasant surprise for me because i never i usually don't care about sports animes but after this i'm going to check out some different ones especially after this but it's kind of pretty good the main antagonist because i'm pretty sure people haven't seen it yet i'm not gonna spoil it but he does give off those like typical stereotypes those typical tropes they fall into right he just seems like a really naturally talented, naturally athletic, I guess, antagonist for the main protagonist in this as well. That's what's surprising. His attitude, his personality, is just like, it's very calm and collected, right? It's not like, sati- like, sorry, not um, like statistical or like an asshole. He'll come up like that as well. But that's as far as main antagonist. The story, the art style, it's actually pretty good. It's like what um, you said, or Soul said earlier. That's why I'm super G. No, so it's kind of like an early 90s ish anime style that has to go to it. Going along with it as well, and that's something I like about it as well. It's gonna be pretty interesting in the world. I'm just happy it's getting off. I'm really looking forward to it as it progresses. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that that you're liking that and that that's how you're feeling about it. Especially someone who may not be uh. Never gave a damn about these episodes before. <laughs> never, I never care about these type of animes until now. Yeah, that that's awesome though. That that's really cool. And and I think that we've been seeing some very unique ones with that because I believe it was. Two, I think it was last winter season, not this past one, but the last winter season. We saw Welcome to the Ballroom, which was about the competitive dance scene, right? And that one was just enticing because it was just so different. And I think this one is going to be another one of those big ones that are just going to blow everyone away with it. Uh, so you actually just watched the first episode. What are your thoughts on it, man? I love the way it looks. It's like it's like a mix between. Attack on Titan with the bold lines and like, like you said, like a '90s anime, like Trigun and stuff like that. It looks pretty dope, and I, and I love it. And also, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just love the main character. We know nothing about him, but he just, he just mysterious, and you could tell that there's, there's something about him that, that you're gonna, like, you're gonna love. He's like super dope. All right, that's what's up. So, so y'all think that that people who may not, uh. May not know anything about sports animes or even boxing. May may really get into this. Anything that makes it de- definitely. Oh stand yeah, out? definitely. It's it's not like a typical like generic 
take on boxing. It's more like, like you know, the, the Hugh Jackman movie with like uh, Real Steel. I think that's what yeah, that's Real what Steel with the robots. <laughs> yeah, it's like Real Steel, but it's it's like Real Steel meets Elysium in boxing. Oh, okay. Kind of. That and that's actually pretty dope. I I like it, man. I like it. <laughs> That's what's up. So, so Neth, as you being a major sports fan who doesn't, or uh, uh, ne- someone who's never seen sports, does this get you any good news for you? Do you feel interested in this now? Uh, I will say that as soon as you said it isn't traditional boxing, that there's like it's robotic and shit. You finally got me hyped because I'm like, I don't, I don't watch boxing. I don't watch sports or anything. But had like robots and shit and like mechanical arms or whatever. I'm there. All right, that's what's up. I'm glad to hear that, man. Uh, especially for someone who may not know boxing, I'm glad that it doesn't do the traditional take. Though there's nothing wrong with that because we 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 saw that with Hajime no Ippo. But I know so you were saying you couldn't get into that. But when it comes to boxing, it, it is one of those stories that has to be really well done and unique in a way. But this one sounds like it's taking that and putting it in a much different light. So I definitely think we're going to see something big out of this one. I think this is going to be one of the big surprise hits in the season you know what i'm saying all right but now to to go on to some of the the announcements that we have from that that have been made operation or last week me and op were talking about a game that actually came out that that was being done and funded by crunchyroll through their new games uh, department, something that they've been doing, and it was for a series called Is It Wrong to Try Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? And it's actually a nice uh, anime, really, really cool, very following that that if it was, you know, another world, but it also had, like, an RPG aspect of it. Real funny, real, a lot of good action scenes in it. Something really special, but that came out back in 2015, and it hadn't been announced for a second season. Well, apparently, uh, when we were talking about it, I had just uh, got linked to an article that they actually did announce that it finally was getting confirmed for a second season, as well as a movie in uh, back in March during an anime festival there in Japan. And I thought it was it was really interesting that they would just finally announce the second season. But with them with Crunchyroll having put the money into to to really bringing this game about, which was heavily written by the original author of the light novels and everything else that was going into it. I thought it was interesting that they were doing that and there was no second season, but to hear that they finally confirmed a second season and a movie for this, I, I think that's really awesome. Does Has anyone seen Is It Wrong to Try and Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? No, but I do remember you talking about it before. I definitely remember you talking about it. Yeah, it, it, it was, when I saw it when it came out back back in 2015... It was one of those surprise ones that caught me off guard, and I loved it, dude. It was so funny. The characters are endearing. It it has has its aspects that that's just that makes it great, and it does have a lot of really well done fight scenes in it. And and you know it's typical fantasy, but with the RPG aspect of it and how it all works, it it was something that was unique. But but I was I was saying, man, it, it was sucked that it took three years for it to get a second season. But I'm glad that they did and are doing a movie and everything with it. You know, it, it's one of those things that we see that some animes don't immediately get second season straight out the gate. You know, it's something that comes in time for a lot of them. And sometimes that hurts and sometimes that that helps. But with one like this, especially with the support it was getting, you know, it's one of those things that it definitely deserves 
that that second season and go around because the story where it is in the light novels and where it takes off from, it gets real good. Real quick. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I know there's a plethora of reasons why this happens, but, like, why usually some animes take longer to get greenlit for second seasons? Does it boil down the budget, the studio? It's probably because the the studio had different projects, and they just just put stuff on the back burner, stuff like that. And some of it does come down to a lot of controversy sometimes. Look at um, look at the big one that, that a lot of us may have seen or, or know the controversy of with No Game, No Life. I love No Game, No Life. Like, that was a smart that, – that, that's a smart series. You know, the light novels show that the main characters, Shiro and Sora, are phenomenally, like, well-thought-out characters, well-ahead but, you know, it, it does, like with some, it has a lot of fan service. And when that one came out, a lot of people weren't feeling it. And the creator's just like, I'm not going to change it just because there's people who have a problem with it, you know? And that one came back out, I think, in 2015 or 2014. And that one still hasn't been talked about for a second season in years, though it just had a big movie, you know? that That's one of those things that sometimes it, it, it hurts when it comes down to either controversies like that or it comes down to, to things of, um, you know, studio projects. Not always is that the case, but that is one of the bigger ones. But when something sells well, like that one was massive, it sometimes it doesn't always get picked up immediately for, for a second go around or it just runs into too much troubles on it. That is true. But you got to realize, like, Japan and, and any, any other place, they perceive things completely different than how we perceive things. So True. That's true. Absolutely. So we see, we see like a little, uh, like we see this little girl with this dude, and it's like looks sketchy. We're we're going. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know about this. Yeah, they have no problem with show, showing that kind of uh, aspects and, and 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 implied incest in and kinds of ways like that, and sexualizing a lot of things over there. But when we try to censor that here in the in the West, you know, I, I don't know what it is what it is about that. I mean, it's understandable, but I mean, look at one of the biggest shows on TV right now with Game of Thrones. You know, Cersei and and uh, her brother Jamie are brother and sister, and they've actively showed them having sex. So like, I, I don't understand it. Like they when they've tried even uh, censoring it. Look at what happened with Sailor Moon back in the day. Was it uh, Sailor? I think it was Uranus and Pluto were were implied as lesbians in the original Japanese, but when they translated it over, they made them cousins, yet they still kept a lot of the implied uh mm, yeah. Sometimes when they censor it, they, they do it for the worse and they don't realize it. It's just one of those things that man is it, it sucks because especially when it's for a series that does really well and is well thought out like that. It, it sucks that it happens, but what can you do, right? Matthew, you got any thoughts on this, man? Um, no, I think you kind of summarized it. I mean, but speaking of the Game of Thrones thing, like people made a big deal about uh, Zerk, what was it, the brother and sister thing, but then they want uh, Jon Snow to really fuck his aunt. So, I don't know, that hey, shit's man. a little weird for me. If, you, if it's your favorite character, they don't care what happens, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I even watch that show now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn, he was room for like incest. What the hell? <laughs> That's Game of Thrones. Thrones it's nasty. It's nasty. It's nasty. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> but 
people love it because they got their favorite characters in it, you know? Yeah, dang, what's next? Here's my champion steed. Have your way. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, man, who... Never really know, man. Never really know, but it, it, it sucks that it happens to, to well-done shows like that, but what can you do, right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> now, watch. Yeah, just gotta sit back, but uh, unfortunately, it happens to to really well done animes that that do big, but some sometimes they don't just get the attention that they deserve until years later. And I mean, we've seen it before. Look at what happened with the uh, uh, Blue Exorcist. You know, that took almost six years before I got a second season. Oh, thank God! I fucking love Blue Exorcist. Wait, that, that oh, you don't want to see the new season? Oh my God! Oh, oh yeah, no, man. no, 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 no. See, the new season Kyoto Saga was better because of the fact that it followed the story and was going back to the manga. However, they and, ripped themselves in the quarter because they had to, to retcon the whole like second it, half of the. That's what I'm saying. If it wants, it, it doesn't follow anything in the anime. So yeah, that's they, like, that's that like, one. Me. <laughs> I, I get I give them a lot of shit for that one because the fact that they they did their own story way back in the day instead of just waiting and I was, when I watched season two I was like wait they, he doesn't know I was like he doesn't know he's a he's a demon what the fuck is this I was like oh my god I can't watch this it made me so mad it was like irritating me yeah and and and, and that was a them they're just like all right we're just gonna wait let people forget. No one will remember. Then we'll come back out. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. You are getting away with that. It, it was it was one of those things, man, that, that was just... It didn't it, turn out well. Once they came out, everybody started attacking them, man. It's like, what is this? Yeah, and, and that that's what they should have done in the first place. That that was a great story arc and, and everything setting up for... For where it is because like if you've read the 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 manga up to where it is dude it gets so good but the fact that they keep that they messed up that with what they did i'm just like oh no you writ yourself into a corner and now you're gonna basically retcon your whole first season come on now yeah because a lot of people did not read blue exorcist manga especially those that that, that watch the anime so they're they just assuming oh this is gonna take place where it ended off at no, yep. not at all. You're like, oh wow, this is crazy. Yep, not not a second. And now you got now you got to forget everything that you've seen in the first the first season. Yeah, and and that was the interesting thing about when they confirmed, you know, uh, Tokyo Ghoul Re, uh, which is actually going into our next thing is that with this one being another one of the big big shows this season, you know, it, it makes you wonder: Are they were they going to continue where they left off with Root? Uh, Route A because a lot of people had many, many mixed feelings about Tokyo Ghoul Route A. I enjoyed what they did with it. I know it was a significant departure from what was in the manga. I I still enjoyed the 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 effort that went into it. It still was really good in its self-contained story. But when they announced that they were doing Route or Tokyo Ghoul Re, you know, it was a wonder of are they gonna continue with where they left off with the cliffhanger that was season two with with route a or were they going to try and uh do something different but you were actually talking about it and so were you neth what was y'all's thoughts on this i i personally i I don't know for me when it comes to tokyo ghoul and their like anime story i'm fine with it i think i think they do it pretty well and it oh it still it still has that same effect to when i I see like crazy surprising scenes 
And also, like especially with the the new uh the new anime Tokyo Ghoul Re, we don't like if you if you just first dive in there and not read the manga, you're not gonna know what's going on until later on, and then it's gonna be like a big surprise for people. But I think I think I think they somehow know how to 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 do it. But some people are definitely going to hate it because they're like, why aren't they following the story? Why won't they just follow one story? Why won't they follow the anime side story or just go straight manga? And I guess they just people just don't like it like that. Uh, yeah, I actually wanted to ask. So I'm confused. I remember watching the anime, and I fucking love the anime. The season one, two, great. Season one was yep. better than two, but that's my opinion. But what is Go- Gokyo Ghoul Read? Tokyo Ghoul Read, Jesus. Okay, so Tokyo like Ghoul Read. No, it's not a reboot. It it was originally a side story, but a continuation. What actually happened was that Kaneki actually suffered uh, an injury that caused him to have amnesia, and he was taken by the the organization, the Doves, and actually leads a team of other kind of half ghouls to hunt down uh, full ghouls. Oh, and that's basically the whole premise. Like, if like you'll see like. His his other side, Kaneki, trying to reach out to 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 the the Wait, new personality. So Kaneki isn't isn't special. I, I thought like being a half ghoul is like a big thing. No. Well, they thought. Well, they they make other kind of half ghouls. Oh, okay, they're experiments. He was yeah. Remember, Kaneki was Kaneki's like he's like organic, isn't he? It's like an organic thing that happened with them. Yeah, because the fact that when what happened with him was that with with Kaneki, what made it unique is that this was done by a public doctor who didn't know about, you know, Riza. She they didn't know about what happened, but they just said, oh, she's a match. We can use her to help fix him after they found out about him and he was unconscious. They said there's a way to make half ghouls. What if we use them? To help yeah. in the fight, basically so like other. one of the very first, very first half ghouls. Kind of. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So they use this this full squad of half ghouls to help kind of fight the 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 full ghouls there for the doves. Yeah. So do they? It, it is a continuation of the anime I was watching then, though. And but you just have like amnesia now. We don't we don't kind of know yet. So it's just the first season, but we just know that. That the, the person, the main character, he he goes by a different name, but he's, okay. he's still he's Kaneki because he he just portraying another personality because he has amnesia. Yeah. Okay. And how many episodes are we in? Is it one or? It, it was just one. It it was started this season. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. That sounds interesting. I hope it connects to the anime that we have already had because. I don't know. I haven't read the manga, but a lot of people, including myself, who just watch anime, we really fucking like it. Like, I like the direction this show is. It's unique. It's different. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. It is, and it and it and it does a very interesting thing with its social aspect of the, the segregation and misunderstanding between both communities. Mm-hmm. And it has it, its own like powerful moments. Like, remember when um when the little girl girl saw her mother. Like I, I'm not gonna spoil it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I, I still think the 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 ending to season two had me crying, dude. That that one had me teary eyed the whole time. Like that one. That one was really. Yeah. That, that one had me all sorts of crazy, bro. But yeah, I think I think it's gonna be an interesting thing. I, I hope that they're that they do something special with it. I I really do. I think. 
I I really hope that they go back towards the, the manga a little bit. But yeah. I also think that we're going to see a little bit of that uh, carryover with their own unique storytelling and it being a little bit original that we've seen. So it's going to be interesting. It, it's one of those ones that's definitely going to be up there and, and be an interesting talking point for the season. Mm-hmm. And you know what? As I said, I love Tokyo Ghoul, so give me more Tokyo Ghoul. That's all I want. Yeah, man. Watch the first episode. You're gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Like, because you're you're gonna you're still gonna understand what's going on because, especially from the second season, you you know what happened to Kaneki and stuff like that. He yeah. he he just he's fucked up in the head. So, oh yeah, I, I understand why he he probably got amnesia. So like, just just watch the first episode. Just watch. Wait, it. so <laughs> since you're here, did you ever read the Tokyo Ghoul manga? No, I never. I never read it. Okay, so never mind. I was gonna ask. I wonder why people hate the anime so much because the people who read the manga are like, "This isn't Tokyo Ghoul," but I don't know. I think the show's fucking good. I definitely, I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin my experience by reading the manga just yet. When everything, I think when they're they're finished making the anime, then I will, I will look at yeah. it and see what's different. But I don't want to like, oh, look at it. I can't watch it now because I'm I'm ruined by everything I've seen. Mm-hmm. And way. you know what? I've been like that ever since. Like I, I used to watch Naruto back in the day, and uh, I had to end up reading the manga because the fucking anime kept giving you uh, filler after filler said finishing the show. Filler, but, filler. Yeah, <laughs> the people who make filler are worse than trash. But um, yeah, only, only, only villains do that. Only villains yeah. make filler. Anyways, um, after I watched the whole anime and whatever, I'm actually now rereading the Naruto manga to see how different it is. The direction it went, uh, it's obviously it's gonna be faster paced than the fucking anime, and I like to go back to read the manga after I'm done with the anime, just to yeah. see how the anime took it and the different directions they went. Oh, absolutely. Or, or in the cases of like Blue Exorcist, or unfortunately, you know, Dead Man Wonderland, when those series gets cut off way too early before they're even done or never get the chance to finish, I want to know what what happens. Like in oh. Dead Man Wonderland. They removed one character that had such a huge part that it, it ruined the whole story. What blows my mind is I don't understand how Blue. I'm not Blue. I Dead Man Wonderland gets canceled. I, I, I just I just watched the anime like a month ago, and I was like, this shit is amazing. I was like, when is the second season coming out? Like, oh, it's canceled. And I was like, wow, what is this? I, I don't understand how it got canceled. I thought they, I thought people really liked it when I when I seen people like talking about it and stuff like that so absolutely man and and like i said that's one of those things that really just shows you know that unfortunately with with anime man it's such a never-ending cycle that some that deserve to get continued don't and others that don't do and and even when something is big sometimes it just happens and and that's just the the depressing thing about it is that just like the entertainment industry and you know tv and and movies and stuff like that it's it's ever shifting and sometimes we don't get the continuations for shows that deserve it i mean good thing that there's still manga or light novels for those for those stories but unfortunately we don't always get to see the conclusion and for a lot of people they don't want to read the the mangas or or graphic novels or or light novels or anything like that. They, they want to see it on the screen. Yeah. And when I saw Dead Man Wonderland, man, like I said, when I saw the ending of it, like a, a couple years back, because that's how long this, this this show has been out, but never got continued. 
I I read the full manga of it. I actually went out and actually went. This is when I was still going to a library, okay? For <laughs> before I could use the internet. Well, what's I actually a library? Went to, yeah. What is a library? Yeah, I went to the public library, right? And actually got the whole series. Actually sat down and read the manga, dude. They removed one character that had a huge implication throughout the story, but not just that, dude. Like there, the story gets so damn good after where it ended and left off. Like where it ended was like a third of the way through the story, through the through the manga series. Like where it ended, is, all you see is rubble, and you see you see the you see the paradise. You just see the the amusement park, and I was like, okay, what what is this? Yeah, like, and like. When if you continue on with it, like that's only a third of the way through the story. Like there's still so much that goes on, and it and it just gets so damn good. And it's sad that it didn't get its continuation, man. Yeah, it sucks. It it does, and and that's an unfortunate thing that comes with the with the territory. But it it happens, you know. And yeah. Halo Storm, uh, since you were right there, Halo Storm was mentioning that the Naruto manga is so much different from the anime until you get later in the timeline. Yeah, it really, I'm reading it right now, it pretty much is. And you know what? But I still like the way the anime went about it, and I respect the two ways. And you know, because it's different, I actually enjoy reading the manga because it's going to be something I'm not expecting. Yeah. yeah. Something you haven't seen before. Yeah, that's always what's up. Now, here here's a, a series that actually was a surprise for me that I, I absolutely loved, and I'm glad to see that it was getting a movie, and they just released a new key visual, uh, a new key visual for the upcoming uh, promotion, and I sent this to y'all. Saga of Tanya the Evil is getting a movie. And this one was a series that seriously blew me away because, man, is it something different and man it is it is fucked up right so has anyone seen saga of tanya the evil nope nope so you gotta you gotta save me here come on finish it off one more note give us one more note man oh he's, he's silent it's a note nope. yep, yep. <laughs> oh, he, he's he's leaving hanging wow okay <laughs> frauds uh <laughs> <laughs> So Saga of Tanya the Evil is is was something interesting because it talks about the story of a serial killer that that dies, but he's re reincarnated as a little girl in an alternate universe, right? And he has a chance to do good again. Um as a little to, girl to try and write. Yeah, he 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 was uh you know, he was confronted by a self-righteous en- entity and reborn in the body of a little girl in another universe. Um, and when he, when he's born, you know, it's in World War One Europe, and it's kind of like World War Two. It's it's very weird in the timeline, but he he joins the military, right, and just becomes this murderous little girl. Like he she becomes, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the thing is, like he he joined. It's 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 hard to explain, man. It's something so all over the place that it fucking blew me away. That that I it's hard to explain. 
I think it, it may not have. I think he died at the hands of a serial killer. Actually, that I think about it, I don't think he was he was a serial killer, but it, it was something all over all over the place, man. It was something crazy, weird, and cool at the same time. Like you have to watch it because not only is it like in the middle of World War One, War Two era, at the same time it's also like kind of futuristic because the fact that they they fly around in the sky with these weird contraptions i can't really explain it like man it's hard to explain this when you haven't watched it god damn it yeah you guys send me a trailer or something maybe i'll check it out but i don't know about this i I have to see to understand man man, i'll check it out we already know you a fraud all you watch is is dragon ball naruto I can't even fight him on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got going for you. Oh shit! <laughs> the, the only one who's who's got got any sort of uh, leeway is 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 Op because of the fact that he's he just got into anime a little while ago and we've been giving him new stuff. But you, come on now. Mm mm. <laughs> but it, 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 it's it's this one was one of those ones that's just truly hard hard to explain about like i just i don't know how to explain it because there's so much to it that makes it hard to to talk about you know it, it was something that's interesting that i'm absolutely in love with uh and i'm excited for but seeing as all y'all don't know about it, we're going to move on to something that y'all do know about frauds. <laughs> and that's Black Panther. And, and black with what? This, oh, Black Panther. The Black Panther. Panther. The, the Penta. He's going to have the strength of the Black Panther taken away. Straight away. <laughs> but the Black Panther, man, just it, this movie just does not stop. It, it is not stopping. And anyway, going still leading up, it is now officially the highest grossing superhero movie of all time. Finally, pla- passing up uh, the Avengers movie, hitting 603 million or 30 million domestically, um, you know, sitting at around 1.2 billion dollars, is one of the top five movies overall in history and it's it's something else man this this movie just cannot stop it won't stop and i'm i'm glad to hear about that that you were you were talking about this uh before what, what are your thoughts on you know I, I just think it's amazing they're a side character that not that many people really knew about let's be honest and you were introduced in civil war and while you were the badass in civil war the fact that he came and made a movie and it, it was this popular I'm not talking, this isn't normal. Like, I've never seen a character who was this niche become this popular. This guy is surpassing Iron Man at this point. Think about that. Iron Man wasn't even as niche as Black Panther was, but Black Panther has already surpassed him. He's the highest grossing superhero movie of all time. And this is his first outing. Like, this is phenomenal. I hope it paves the way for other side superheroes that not many people know of, other black superheroes. Because there's a whole world out there with fantastic characters like this, and I'm glad that people are open-minded and are willing to watch this movie. And for all of you haters out there who try boycotting this movie and then make fake attacks at movie theaters or whatever, I hope you take the L, because this movie 
completely surpassed anything you would have wanted. This movie completely destroyed your little ego, and I'm glad that you fucking lost. Now, if you're being a little too nice, you don't have to take that. I'll just smack across the face with that shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't worry, he's saying for people to take the L, but he takes the L every week about anime. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, yes. Now Soul comes back. Now he wants to talk after being quiet. Hey, hey. I'm at work, man. <laughs> did, did have nothing to say on Saga of Tanya the Evil or nothing. Hey, man, I must have left at the right time, then. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's three no's. Oh, God. Bunch of frauds. <laughs> Everyone here is a fraud. Listen. Hey man, I even I even gave you something to look at to, to check it out. God, oh. I'm gonna I'm check it out. <laughs> it's too late. It's the damn's been done. It's been done. But I, <laughs> what I'll say so is that with with Black Panther still just going strong and now being the highest grossing superhero movie, man, there's nothing that can stop this. <laughs> well, what what are your thoughts on this, man? Hey, man, I already seen it coming. I already know what's going to happen. So I just can't wait to the, the sequel. You know, I can't wait to see him in Infinity War. It's going to be amazing, man. Wakanda forever. Top tier. All right. That's what we talk about. Wakanda forever. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this, man? Oh, man, he disappeared. Oh, no, he disappeared. Oh, man. All right, so now we're going to have two L's to hand out in less than 30 seconds. <laughs> now, oh, I disconnect them. Yeah, yeah, just have to kick them out. But let, let's see here, man. Like, this we, – we saw this coming with just the reception that he did get in Civil War. There's there's no denying that. But for him to have his no, own solo outing and just see this kind nope, of back. reception. Nope, that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> see this? <laughs> Nick time. Uh, no, it's too late. You already got the L. Oh. <laughs> but you know, we we saw it and just seeing the reception and how it's been doing just globally, domestically. I'm I'm happy to see a, a superhero like that who's breaking so many boundaries to, to do this. You know, and and to think that it is now one of the top grossing movies of all time. That that shows you just. You know it, the the caliber that this movie had because uh, people can hate on it, say that the writing was you know average or anything. It doesn't matter. This this movie is holding a special place, and many for many people, look at you know the the Force Awakens. Many people could say that you know it wasn't anything special. Sure, it's just a carbon copy of uh, a New Hope for a lot of people, but it was still something special for everyone who saw it. There's a reason that that movie did almost what was it a billion domestically alone? Like I think it was like 930 million or something like that. Like it's in very, very special company in in what what Black Panther is able to achieve. And to anyone who thinks otherwise is just needs to, to shut up, man. Call of Duty does a billion <laughs> yearly. It doesn't make it special, but let's keep going. Oh, oh no. You see that? He's already mad that he got the L. Uh, <laughs> as far as Black Panther, it's, it's good to do so well. At this point, I don't hear no else thing. I don't know if that centric movie can work in this day of climate. Yes, it can. If it's done well, it can work. Just like any other good movie. Any movie could work nowadays. People just don't want to exactly. put in the effort. I mean, Wonder Woman could have been done, you know, years ago, and they did it, but it was bad because no one really cared for it. Now exactly. they do. 
You know, it, 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 it's nothing new. It's something that we've always seen. Now, speaking of... My pastor did just so much. Yeah, man, it, it did so much. And and speaking of things <laughs> that can be done, you know, we're, we're talking about this. Disney is setting the sales expectations for for Infinity War super, super low. I think they were saying it's like two hundred and fifty million. What 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 they set around for mm-hmm. Black Panther after the weekend? Do y'all think that they're just doing this just to temper expectations? Yeah, and, and use that to say, oh, look at that, it broke what we estimated. Or do y'all <laughs> think that 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 it's not going to do, do anything like that? Do you think that they're just doing it low just to temper it? Yeah, I, I want to go ahead and take this one. So this is a, has always been Disney style. They always lowball it just to get their shareholders in the mindset of what it would do. And when it completely surpasses that, that's when you get the shareholders happy. And that's why Disney always looks good. For example, if we look at the competition, I know they take a lot of L's, but Warner Brothers, who expect so much out of their movies, they ultimately end up flopping. Like Justice League, while I like that movie, let, let's be honest, it, it failed in every aspect in uh, box office. They thought that would take down the Avengers, and it couldn't even make its money back from the production. That cast of people we barely knew could take down Avengers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds well, sound. What, what are your thoughts? Go ahead, Op. I, I want to hear your thoughts. As far as, yeah. Well, with what when that just said, stating that you know that that they always lowball it to be able to set expectations right, and then oh, right. and then go from there, and then okay, you know. So- Look, it's like a little PR stunt, right? Say so expectations are low. So everybody is, we think it's going to do it right, but like, don't get your hopes up. And it comes out, does amazing. Oh, look at that. We're killing it again. Like we anticipated. Like, it's a PR stunt, right? Get everybody hyped. Get everybody right on the movie. Please the shareholders, the investors, and whatnot. That's how I look at it. I, okay. I can see that. I can see that. So, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. What, was the, what was the question? Oh man, I have to repeat three times. <laughs> I was saying, you know, with, with Disney low ball. I'm not, I'm not work. With Infinity War or or Disney low balling Infinity War's expectations for what they're going to be making. You know, at setting it at only 250 million. Repeat it uh, one more time, that please. <laughs> oh. First, they 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 bullshit because they know that everybody, all these little ass kids, like they're gonna go see Spider Man. It's gonna make way more just from Spider Man alone. People want people straight off of Black Panther are gonna go see it. They they're just doing this just to to just show the hype. They're, they're gonna show the, the super hype when when it breaks past two hundred fifty. Like look at it. They go. They already got the posters made. They already got the posters made, so I don't know. I, I, it's bullshit, but you know, they got to please everybody at the table. Wait, wait, hold on. I, I can explain to you why they're so low. You see, this movie won't feature Hawkeye, and it's just gonna be. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, he's on the on the Hawkeye hate. Oh no! I have no already seen. Oh. I thought- was in the movie though. I thought. I thought he yeah, he is in the movie. They just ain't put him in the promotion. He's, he's not, not in any poster. Damn it! Every fucking time they make a poster, he's still not in it. Oh, oh no! He's not an Avenger no more. You know, he's a family man. <laughs> yeah. 
Except he went uh, for jail. <laughs> went to jail for that shit. Nice uh, jail, man. Hey, man. Like oh, you yeah. said, even, even when he plays golf, he never misses, man. <laughs> he got bored. <laughs> never misses. From family man to inmate. Okay. Yeah. But it, I think, and Neth, you brought, you brought up a good point. You know, Warner Brothers doing high expectations with DC, and and they can't even hit 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 that and, and it's a sad thing because i do want dc to, to do better they have the potential they could do it they're just they're, they're trying to do too much the rushing into things they're not keeping up with a lot they're they're trying to compete when they shouldn't be competing they need to focus on on doing things right you know sure they could use their big iconic characters but when you're just kind of throwing them when some people haven't seen some of them in years you know, you, you got to give them some sort of understanding of the character. You know, with with Gal Gadot's running around as as Wonder Woman, it was great. A lot of people got reintroduced to what made Wonder Woman Wonder Woman. You know, did not just a, a super powered woman. It, it was more than that. She she was she was a symbol for for a reason. You know, everyone knows what what Superman's about, but at the same time, he needed that change, and we saw that with Man of Steel. We didn't get to see Batman until Batman v Superman, right alongside Wonder Woman showing up at the same time. But Wonder Woman got her her movie, Batman didn't, and then after that, they just shoved the other half of the Justice League all together when no one knew who they were for thirty seconds. I see the only reason I see Wonder Woman movie was it was it was pretty good, but the only reason why I think it really got perceived so well is because nobody really knew about Wonder. Yeah, like that's what that's what I'm saying. They didn't. They knew what what who Wonder Woman is, but they didn't know why she was. You know, they didn't know. They didn't truly know who she was. They knew of her, not who. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's where it came down to. They they knew of Wonder Woman, but they didn't know who is Wonder Woman. Most people don't know that she's a princess, you know? Not mm-hmm. everyone knows that, that you know, she came from she's Themyscira. Yeah, she's made out of clay and all this other shit. Yeah, yeah. But they, they probably don't know that. They didn't know Never about know they didn't know the truth about you know, the Amazon. people out there. And also, yeah. people don't know she got, like, a sister and stuff like that, but... Yeah. You know. Like I said, it, it was one of those things that, that wasn't really discovered or, or explained before that not a lot of people really knew. So it, it was something that they did right. Uh, by really exploring that, and that's something that they need to do. Yeah, because as you just said, DC has so much potential. Something a potential no one talks about with DC is you have to realize when we were kids, DC had all the good cartoons. Like there is literally a whole generation that's grown up now, and you remember you just from the cartoons alone. Mm Hmm. And you could you could capitalize that. I mean, my friends always like make a Teen Titans movie already. And while you shouldn't rush to a Teen Titans movie. That's something you could totally do because everyone knows about Teen Titans within that fucking nostalgia, and hopefully Teen Titans Go will go away finally. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know they have a lot of potential. Like fucking, I think you can work up to Batman Beyond and shit like that. Like way down the road. I think I, I think a movie that would really work would be Injustice, the Injustice series. But yeah, it could be a Justice League movie. But like, um, what about say? I, I was talking to my one of my friends back home about this. Dooms, uh, not Doomsday. Uh, the Watchmen were super. They were super ahead of their time, and maybe because it came out so like so back in the past. I don't know I, if Doom, not not Doomsday. Um, if Watchmen was 
No, if Watchmen was to come out now, I think that would be super good for Warner Brothers in DC. But you know, they don't want to touch up on on the Watchmen and people like that anymore. I guess it, it's one of those things. And shout out to Kaleidoscope. He said he's thinking that. And then, uh, so. I don't. I, I just watched. I just watched. Um, I just watched a couple clips of. It was. I don't know what movie it was or what or TV show. But it's a DC. It's a DC animated show. I think. And it's uh, I just seen Reverse Flash get his brains blown out. Oh, that was the. Uh, I believe that I mean, was the Suicide Squad. Uh, movie? Yeah, the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. I, got I, 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 I was watching that because Killer Frost. She she killed. Uh. Copperhead and uh, Burst Flash outright, no issues. Like they they went full on within that movie. It was badass, and their animated movies are always doing it right. Why why can't they do that in live action? It's super graphic. Can you see the bullet like like slowly go, going through Burst Flash head, and like you see the brains coming out his his forehead. Yep. It, Wait, wait, hold on. What, what movie are you talking about? The new, the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh, oh it's funny. I need to watch this shit. Damn, you guys got me all the shit to watch now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe you should actually spend some time watching it. Stop talking about it. Oh man, right. <laughs> you want to know what turned me off? That fucking uh, Batman and Harley Quinn movie was so bad. It turned me off from those DC anime movies for a little bit. Oh, that that was something. That, mm, that, that was, was just horrible. something bad. That was yeah. bad. I didn't touch that, so, you know. Yeah, no. But to be honest, I don't even remember that movie existed. I still yeah, can't but, remember that movie. Hold on, but Gotham by Gaslight was fucking phenomenal. Oh, that, that was, was really good. Yes. yes, that was. And Ninja Batman's coming out really soon, I think, right? Yeah. I thought it was. No. Uh, no, I think it just reviews are in. Oh, no, it's okay. doing really good. Yeah, I think it hasn't come out yet. But I'm not entirely certain. Well, you know, they Warner Brothers, they just need to scrap everything for live action and just work from the ground up. It is so, <laughs> because I, I guarantee this new movie that called New Gods is going to do terrible. It's going to do terrible because, of, like, sad to say, you know the um the movie that had Oprah Winfrey in it. Uh, what was it called? Oh, uh, the new one, uh, Wrinkled Time. You wrinkle time to well, the director. Uh, that, that movie did terrible. I'm sorry. It, it probably was a good movie, but it got it got destroyed by Black Panthers. Yeah, Black Panther murdered that shit. I don't see her working good with a DC movie. <laughs> DC, Disney's like friendly fire, friendly fire. And like, and then on top of that, like, new guys is supposed to be working on like, like. Like celestials, like the, the yeah, higher that's beings, supposed to be way I, down I, the line. Not I don't know. Now. I don't Look, know. If, if we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about this, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about how DC did not have any sort of coordinated vision, and what they did was so far all over the place that it, it's not even it's it makes no sense. Okay, like we we all wanted Zach want to see Zack Snyder's cut of of Justice League, sure. But this dude is is all over the place, right? Like, his vision for Superman down the line was him becoming Darkseid. Like, what the fuck are you on? Like, how does Superman become Darkseid? In the movie, because, you know, Superman, spoiler alert, Superman is Darkseid. And he's going to be in New Gods as Darkseid. Spoiler alert. 
Yeah, right. But it's just like, why? How? What? And it's just like, we already know Dark Side was around when, when the fact that he wanted to do this when Steppenwolf was there. I'm pretty sure Steppenwolf knows who Dark Side is. Like, come on now. Clearly, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, clearly, uh, apparently, he wouldn't recognize. I don't know. It was. Mm, it. It was a hot mess with what Zack Schneider was trying to do. I, I give him credit on certain aspects, but his universe and story, it's it had no correlation whatsoever. They need to add they need to actually bring people in because if you look at uh Zack Snyder's like track record, he's just good for like he's he's still stuck in a past on his three hundred type action scenes and stuff like that. He just loves big, flashy, dramatic action scenes. But we just need, we need a, a, a actual director who, who's actually going to, like, dive into these characters and, like, and flesh them out. And then yeah. we, can always, we can always find, you can always find somebody that's going to do a great action scene. That's not hard to do nowadays. But we need somebody that can actually bring these characters to life. Yeah, they They do. <laughs> It's just one of those things man, that, that that they're putting in people with vision who's kind of skewed all over the place that, that isn't consistent. That's the issue with it. You know? Yeah. I I don't I hope I hope in like the next upcoming year that they, they get their shit together. But I don't see it happening. It's like they're 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 so stubborn and like Warner Brothers has them by like it has D C like by the, the chokehold. It's 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 crazy. I I don't know why they're like afraid to just like give them more freedom. In yeah. All, like, all I'm gonna say is I kind of liked how the new head says he more or less gave up on the whole DC and DC universe as of right now. Because if they're gonna really do this and if they actually want to do this, they need to first open up a studio, just DC Studios, give them a lot more control, like as you said, and they're gonna have to have a concise like idea. Like where they want to go with the universe, because you have to have an overall ar- arching story. You can't just go from movie to movie and just make something out of it or rush to something. You have to have a clear focus movement to a story point. It's like they don't they they don't even really touch up on like they like oh we got comics but fuck the comics we just we're not gonna go buy anything in the comics we're not gonna touch nothing in there we're just gonna yeah. we're, just, we're just gonna keep the name of the characters but you know. Fuck everything else. But um, speaking about a new god, you know what's kind of interesting? I, I forgot the director's name, but she was actually supposed to be the original director for Black Panther, actually. Yeah, she was, but uh, she. But they she disagreed. Gave, yeah, she she gave a shout out to um to homeboy to to do it. So. Yeah, thank God she did because Ryan Coogler did fucking awesome. It was it was it was a it was a good it was a good plug for her to do that. It was it was really good and it, and it really panned out. It really panned out. And I know I know she probably a little salty, but it, it all worked yeah, out. You know? <laughs> but then again, like just the vision just didn't match. Like if you're not gonna match like Kevin Feige's vision, then it's okay. It's nothing to make a big deal about. Yeah. You yeah, move but, on to your project. Yeah, but man, like the thing about it is that Kevin Feige has a vision for a reason. He helps to to put things in perspective, but he lets the directors do do what they want with you know with the story. But you know, it still does gotta to match up to the overall. But I mean, he doesn't get like super heavily like, hey, you gotta do this, 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 and this. He's just like, no, here's here's 
how everything is planning out. This is where it's got to go. You know, do your thing, and he lets them go, and, he, and he, it yeah, works. He gives, them, he gives them he gives them three points: a point A, a point B, and a point C. Any anywhere in between, they can do what they want. Yeah, yeah. They let it, he, they let them, they let the the creativity flow. But you know, Warner Brothers, they just. I don't know. It looks like they just want money now. They don't look at the long-term investment. Like Kevin Feige, he he probably seen the potential for for probably twenty years, and he's probably still looking further ahead now about all the potential movies he could possibly make for yeah, Marvel. Because so. the fact that the dude's a nerd, he is the he is a big ass nerd who understands the Bible of comics. He understands what needs to be done, what they could change, how we can make use of new, new, new day information, new day changes, and and give it that framework. But he lets it be creative still. He pays homage to the right way, but he still lets it be. That that's the thing about it. That's why the first X Men movie, despite how we all see about it now, was was significantly better with the way they handled the characters because he helped with that. He was a credit. Mm-hmm. He knew. He followed that. The aspect after the second and third, he wasn't on those projects. That's why they got worse. Yeah, but to say I don't know, like I know he was there for the second one. Did he? Didn't he just leave for the third one, like halfway through or something? He, he helped a little bit with with X United, but then he left for X Three. Yeah, that's what it was. And then he even was there for the Spider Man, like the first two movies, which were phenomenal. And then you know the third one, he's like, nope. Yep. Because because people could 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 reach out to him and be like, hey, you know, I know what needs to be done. Let me be a consultant. I can help it. I can help with the vision. And she's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Let's do that. You know, we it all would be fun. cool. Since Kevin Feige was kind of there for the first like Raimi trilogy, and I think you guys saw that video since you. What if like eventually down the line they want to do like a Spider Verse like, fucking tie-in movie? Like you can go back to the Raimi trilogy. And you can also maybe tie in with the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy and shit. Wouldn't that be fucking cool? Yeah, that that's something that's been talked about for a while that a lot of people want to see done. Yeah, because like the Spideyverse is a big thing with the Spider-Man like storyline because you always went to like different parallel universes with different Spider-Men, and that's like a perfect way to do it because people know about these particular Spider-Men since we already saw them on screen. Yeah, with, with with Spider-Man, it, it's some they definitely do that. But I mean, that's kind of what they're what Sony's doing with the at least with the animated. Movies, yeah, you know, with Miles Morales. Yeah, but yeah. I don't I don't think we'll, we'll see a live action Spider Verse movie. Yeah, I th- I, the way I see them going with the the live action Spider-Man, it seems like they're gonna they're gonna hold on to Tom Holland till he's like twenty seven or twenty eight. For a long ass time to do Spider Man, depending on how he he matures and doesn't get into any craziness. I think I see him being Spider Man for a really, really, really yeah. long time. But and that's what it's gonna hurt when if, if he ever dies or something, and then you'd have the Miles Morales Spider Man mantle come yeah. up. That's gonna be awesome though, because I love Miles Morales Spider Man. And, and that's the interesting thing is because you know if you look at right now with the MCU, we've seen these characters portrayed for almost a decade by the same actor. You saw we've seen almost two decades or or so of Hugh Jackman as as Wolverine. You know these characters can can persist for quite some time, and we could see that change in their character, especially for Spider Man, who we've seen actively pass on the mantle. We've seen the Prowler with you know Donald Glover. You know, being being Miles Morales's uncle, it, it's something we could see him passing on down the line if question. they really wanted to. A question, um, 
Who was who was Zendaya uh in Homecoming? What was her name? Zendaya. Uh, oh, Zendaya. Oh, her nickname is MJ, but she is not Mary Jane. She's not Mary Jane, but I, for, I wanted to know her her, her actual name. Uh, I, I forgot think, what it I was. Think, I think in the in the movie, I think her name's Michelle. Yeah, I think it is. And and she goes by MJ. Yeah, we got a long we got a long timeline from because he's he still hasn't met Gwen Stacy yet, right? So yeah, well, she's in the movie, I think. Yeah, I think she was in the movie. But, yeah, she's one of the high school students. But, but Zendaya's MJ is gonna replace Mary Jane. They're gonna do it a yeah, different I, way. And I like that. Yeah. Well, you sure? I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I think she's. I think it's better. I I think it's a it's interesting it's flip different. on its head on on what we know, you know. Because with them already adding uh, the other girl who who was his crush, the the junior, can't remember uh, Vulture's daughter. Uh, yeah. I can't remember her name. You know, she was never in the comics. You know, That's and right. and, mm-hmm. and so we already see in a much different approach to things. So I think with the way that they're handling MJ, it's it's much different. I mean, we've already seen we've seen Gwen Stacy with with uh, with with Stone Emma Stone. And then you know we've seen uh, MJ with yeah. So so we've seen you know we've seen his typical love interest. You know we've seen Mary Jane. We've seen Gwen Stacy. So I think the way that they're handling the MJ situation this one by doing it in a much different light that it's it's much more unique in it. It, it gives it a much different feel. I don't, I just want I, I need the Gwen Stacy death. That's, that's all. Yeah, they did an amazing experiment too. If you really wanted it, <laughs> uh, but, but Emma Stone, yeah. dude, she was, she was great for Gwen Stacy. She really was. Yeah, she was. She just was not in the right series. Yeah. That. that but was... um, as you said, they did um, Homecoming Spider-Man, just kind of different than MCU. Like even Flash Thompson, he's he's like a nerd. Like yeah. he isn't like a big dude at all. He's a he's a nerd boy. Yeah. He's an but, annoying nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he, it, he's he's the like like try hard. I'm I'm a cool nerd. Like when when they uh, were at the house party and he was DJing, and he's like, "Hey, look, it's Parker." Yeah, but um, speaking of about how like we wanted young actors and holding a mantle for a long time, like with people such as Spider Man, and uh, that also reminded me of a quote from the Deadpool two trailer when it's like, "We need young and strong actors to hold their own movie for ten years." Um, <laughs> that was fucking I also wanted to talk about so we probably talked about this in the past but I'll bring it up again what do you guys think about Wolverine do you think he's going to be recasted in like how do you think what, what do you think they'll pick or how do you think he would look I think they're going to really get somebody to really uh, they're going to really try to get somebody to really look like Hugh Jackman or like you know the typical Wolverine and a person that that's really been in like the the cycle of of the, the, the discussions is uh what's his what's uh what's his name Clint Eastwood's son is it Scott Eastwood? Yeah, but he's a terrible yeah. actor. Yeah, Scott Eastwood. He he uh, he's, not, a, he's not the best. Give a, but give him a chance. Hugh Jackman was always uh, a great actor, you know. Well, but I mean, he, he had been, but he had been doing musicals before that. He had a bit of acting props. Well, not, it's not even that, but you need someone who's a phenomenal actor out of the game because you're replacing a big person with Hugh Jackman. People need to be like happy from the start. Like this dude does not have time to grow or anything on people. 
meeting just needs to be good from the start. And, like, I, I can't wait because I think with their approach, it should be as comic accurate as possible. Like, make the character, like, maybe 5'6 or so. And um, he's going to be buff. He's going to say buff a lot. You have to go as comic accurate as possible. Yeah. It, it would, it, it would take a much I don't know if they're gonna make him like, like I think they, I think they really don't care about his height. I think they're gonna actually probably just get somebody that's probably around the same height as you. But I don't know. I don't. I don't see them touching Wolverine for a long, long time. Hey, I better see him in that suit immediately, though. <laughs> like, you're, you're not gonna have to distinguish him. We're not gonna see a suit either. I doubt it. I th- we might see like something like on like. You know, like how Batman had like a Robin suit in like a closet or something like that, something like that maybe. Nah, man, he's gonna have that yellow suit. I guarantee. Maybe it won't be like bright yellow, but he's gonna it'll have that iconic suit. suit it'll be a tinge yellow, yeah. And and speaking of 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 Wolverine, that that's a great little segue into an idea here that we got because we've been on on Infinity War and all this that there's been talks of cameos for Infinity War. And one of the biggest talks is that Hugh Jackman has been on set for the filming of Infinity War for both Infinity War and the Avengers 4 movie, which we're shooting at the same time. And he's been seen on set. Uh, and uh, there's rumors and talk that he might be coming back for Wolverine for the MCU. What are y'all thinking about, about no. all this talk? Because with, with mean- him being, spending so much time around it and recently changing his thoughts saying that he might come back, uh, especially with the with the talks of the Fox deal, which we're going to get into. What what do y'all think? Do y'all think that we might actually see him uh, cameo in it after all? The only way, like it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense because they would have to they would have to use like a soul stone to bring this man, and they don't even know who he is. And it just I don't know. It wouldn't actually. Matter of fact, it could make sense. Cause I'm, I I forget Logan was in the future. It was in the future, so. I think what you got to do is. I think he's just there. I think he's there. Yeah, it's something else. I think what you would have to do is, like, you would have to keep him old man Logan, and he'd be like an alternate version of Wolverine, you know, like one from way in the future and all that. And he fights his own problems. With the MCU, Wolverine would be like a much younger version. I guess he would look at Jackman at that point, like Social was saying. Because I don't know if Hugh Jackman wants to play Wolverine for a bunch more movies. I think he would rather have small roles. Yeah. Something like that. He might do some roles like that. Whoa, whoa. So you cut out for a second. Oh, I was like, he's probably going to have roles like X-Men First Class when they try to go recruit him. And he like, fuck off. Stuff like that. Could you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. We can hear you now. Oh, oh, you didn't hear what you said? Yeah, we we heard you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, this is gonna be kind of off topic, but not really. So I just recently watched a movie called A Quiet Place, which, by the way, is a fantastic movie. Go watch it. It was genuinely scary to me. Quiet Place is so fucking good, bro. Bro, go watch, go watch A Quiet Place. That movie's so Anyways, the main actor in that, you would recognize him from The Office, um, Jim Halpert. His real name is John Singh, though. 
Yeah, yeah. I know what you talked about. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, believe it or not, fun fact, John Krasinski was considered to play Captain America for the MCU, but basically the deal never went through, so he never played Captain America, and it went to who we have now with Chris Evans. But John Krasinski has shown interest in playing Mr. Fantastic for the MCU. What are your thoughts on that? It's an interesting choice. Uh, so you want to say something? Because um, basically, he can bring he can bring his his wonderful wife to play yeah his wife in the movie, and it will all it will all work. It, I think it would I think it would be great because the thing about him is he could play all sides. They can they can make the movie funny if they want to. They can make the movie super serious if they want to. And they both can just go off yeah, whatever they do. Phenomenal actors like. If you guys only know him from The Office, make sure you go watch A Quiet Place so you see him acting in a very different role. But I'm he telling was, you, this guy would pull off a Mr. War, Fantastic. He was also in a war movie, too. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what movie. I don't think it's even out yet. No, it, no, it was out. It's out. That's why oh, he got... That's why it, uh, I forgot what it was called. But, yeah, he was super good in that, too. That, that's interesting. That That's good to hear. And... And that actually leads into something is that you know we we want to see you know the 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 first family back as they were you know the Fantastic Four was for, known as the first family for Marvel and, and and that that leads into a double aspect you know on two things that I want to bring up one is that they're bringing back the first family in a new comic run after the the whole big deal about when they they ended the comic back in what was it 2012 you know they ended them in a really bad way a lot of people thought that the the fantastic four weren't coming back that they just weren't really needed anymore well uh about a month ago uh marvel comics actually announced that they're doing a new run of the fantastic four and a lot of people were really excited about this because they were bringing back the first family that really helped to push uh comics with 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 the way that the with with the way that the fantastic war four were and you know what especially for you so because you read a lot of comics and i mean a lot uh what are your thoughts on this all right good talk okay all right, uh, Neth, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, okay, everyone's uh, quiet down. Well, you see, what happened was... Okay, I'm back. Sorry, my mic got unplugged. But uh, what are my thoughts about the Fantastic Four coming back? Yeah, in the, in the comics, how they're bringing back the, the comic line after having put the Fantastic Four on kind of retiring back in 2012. Really, yeah. So what I think, and this basically confirms our hopes and dreams, where, guys, with them coming back to the comics, I think it basically confirms they're coming to the MCU. Because of, I think Disney's starting to understand that their movies advertise their comic books and vice versa. So if you see something happen in the comics, that confirms that it's going to also have stuff that's going to come back to the movie. So they're not going to bring back this comic book unless the Fantastic Four would come to the MCU. Because they're going to want the MCU to kind of advertise the Fantastic Four and all that. And then kids will start picking up the comics and shit. And I, so on. Like, they wouldn't waste their time and resources bringing back the Fantastic Four unless it was something big for them. Yeah. Especially after the big controversial kind of send-off for them that, that they got way back in the day. 
you know, a, a few years ago when they ended their their storyline and kind of put them on the back burner. But I wouldn't say it's a full confirmation, but I definitely would say that it's more of a uh, a feel out for for bringing back the first family that had such huge implications for okay, for I'm comics and, and and especially that. So you know, them bringing back the first family is great, and and uh, you know, especially with with what how big of an uh, place that they have, especially with a lot of their villains. Look at Doctor Doom and how important he is to the Marvel universe overall. Look at Silver Surfer. You know, Silver Surfer is the herald of Galactus. You know, he he played a big part uh, as as bringing Galactus as a villain before he became a hero and joined up with the Avengers and everything else. You know, so it's a good thing that they're bringing back the Fantastic Four in their comic run. Okay, I'm back. So with the discussion, we're talking about Fantastic Four in the comics. Yeah, we're talking, yeah, we're talking to the comics. We're talking about how they're bringing back the the bringing back the Fantastic Four after uh, after having gotten rid of their comic line back in 2000. What was it 14, 15? Uh, yeah. Okay. I I hope it's good, but Marvel has been like on like a downward slope. Kind of mm-hmm. when it comes to comics, so mm-hmm. I just hope that they do something to good to honor the the Fantastic Four. But I'm gonna still be on the the sideline, like uh, kind of skeptical, skeptical. So I don't know. I figured you would. I figured you would be a, one of the more ones a little bit more excited for it because I know you buy comics almost every week. Yeah, but it's. It's hard to really stand by Marvel Comics when they've just been kind of bad lately. Yeah, I feel like their focus on the comics have, has completely like died, and they just focus so much on the movies, which I love the movies, and you know that's your moneymaker, but your comics have been taking a hit, because i got to be real. For a Marvel fanboy, because I love those movies so much, your comics are subpar compared to the DCs. Like DC, I thought like I would get into like Marvel Comics, but... I started reading the fucking DC comics because they're so much better. Like, I gotta be real. Like, DC knows what's up when they make their comics. The art style is better. It's more graphic, more greedy. The storytelling is overall more concise. But you know what? I love Marvel. I hope they get back on track. And I, I hope, like, Fantastic Four is a good comeback for them. Like, so like, uh, Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Hello? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we can hear you. Um, I'm like recently, DC's been like disrespectful when it comes to comics because they know that Marvel has been failing recently when it comes to comics and having them stick recently. So what they've been doing is their own adaptation of their failing characters and just making them better. So like, Hulk has been failing for for Marvel comics wise. So they decided, you know what, we're gonna make a, a Hulk adaptation of our own and and they did the same thing with fantastic four and it's doing great they got like their own fantastic four now too so i don't know hopefully it's i hope i really hope that they do good but i don't know i don't know oh yeah i'll talk to a friend about this dude fantastic four coming back Basically, what he told me was the writer who's doing this was the one who did handle Spider-Man for the past ten years. He basically said he was pretty shit anyway. Please don't get my hopes up for this. 
Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When he's talking about who handled Spider-Man, did he do the Superior Spider-Man um, arc? Because I fucking love Superior Spider-Man. That comic was a shit. Yeah, you say that's the only good thing he did with Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Superior Spider-Man was fucking good, by the way. Oh, Superior Spider-Man was one of my favorite storylines besides... It, it ever, right? Uh, it's fucking good. That one was one of my favorites besides, I think it was Back in Black. And I think that was the storyline. I think that was one of my favorites because that's when Craven actually buried Spider-Man alive and was running around as Spider-Man. Because Craven, the hunter, wanted to prove he was better than Spider-Man. And yeah. then he killed himself. I have to say, I never actually quite was able to finish that because, unfortunately, uh, I lost the comic. But I'm probably going to rebuy it here soon because I, that was on my bucket list. Yeah. Definitely, but uh, man, there's there's a lot of things that 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 could be done, and and especially with with this, like I said, with with Fantastic Four, it, it it's a great thing that they're trying. I understand that the comics, and and comics in general have just kind of been up and down, like they always mm-hmm. have. They've always have been, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's good that they're bringing them back because the the they have such a huge mark and impact in in comics as well as everything, which kind of leads into the next thing. Uh, we we were mentioning cameos and, and talking about the implications of what what Fantastic Four villains have had on the universe, and two big ones have have had massive implications. Doctor Doom having been, you know, the having done so much for the Marvel universe and having so many implications for what he can open. But the big thing was the Silver Surfer, and and we were talking about this is that there's rumors right now that the Silver Surfer is going to be cameoing in infinity war and we've mm-hmm. known that 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 they were able to pull uh recently make a trade with with fox i think it was before to get mm-hmm. ego the ego the living planet for guardians of the galaxy now yeah. do you think that there was a deal to bring the silver surfer over for infinity war i think it think- have a very small cameo but i think it might actually happen because the actor they were linking it to he has Silver Surfer everywhere on his profile, and he even deleted some tweets people had to screen cap. So I think so when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, it, it would be interesting because having having him in 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 Infinity War can herald the the coming of Galactus as well as it could play a lot of other things. And we're, we may actually see the real Galactus, not this dumbass space cloud bullshit. I don't, I don't, I hope it's true, but like I said, they must have thrown the bag. At, at Fox to get these characters, and if anything, we might we might not see Silver Surfer to like the like the very end because most likely, you know, Thanos is probably going to win and stuff like that, etc. And we're probably going to get like an end credit scene of Silver Surfer going to like Galactus and telling them we have a problem or something. It's possible because yeah, I think that Galactus was one of the the twelve Celestials that helped to fight uh, Thanos after he got the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, so it, hopefully Fox, you know, contributed and let them use these characters because it, it will really mean a lot to the comic fans to see this, especially yeah. Galactus on the screen. If people see a legit Galactus on the screen, people might scream and cry. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it, it it was legit, and and that that's one of the things that that can be coming from this. So it, it'll be interesting. I really, I really hope that they do have 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 that cameo in there, because you know we're gonna see the cameo of possibly him, possibly Hugh Jackman, whatever he's gonna be doing. But the biggest cameo that we know has now been confirmed. That's gonna set up for 
her movie and what's going to be coming after Infinity War has been uh, Captain Marvel. She has confirmed Ben to appear in this movie, and we already know what that implication implies with it already taking place in the cosmic. You know, we already know that her movie is going to be in the 90s in the past. It's going to show the, the Kree versus Scroll War. It's going to have, uh, you know, Ronan's going to be in it. Uh, they're bringing back Nick Fury. Uh, Phil Coulson's going to be back in it as well. So we're going to see, see that time. It, it's going to definitely lead into a lot. So with these cameos, especially for characters like these, you know, it's going to have major implications for the future. How do you think they're gonna do uh, Marvel? How do I think they're gonna do Marvel? I I honestly don't know. I'm I'm actually curious on how they're gonna do Marvel. Yeah, well, I would well, like to. I would like to see it. Yeah, it, it's definitely gonna be, be interesting because we've already seen how they've done the Kree in the past from the TV show, uh, from some of the Kree that have showed up before. Uh, well, well, uh, there was one. One actor that that was playing the Kree that was on the on Ages of Shield, who was a really great actor who had been on another show that I had watched. I believe it was uh, Warehouse Thirteen from the Sci-Fi. Their like science fiction show was really yeah, good. Watched, yeah, I used to watch that. Yeah, and and he was on that, and it was really really good. So I, I think we're going to see some interesting things out of the Captain Marvel movie. I'm glad to know that we're going to be getting a peek at her soon. So it's going to be something interesting to see her now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we get to see her at her best, and now we see then we see her origin later on. Cause people people are kind of a little skeptical about the the suit that we've seen. So hopefully we see her nice, great suit. Yeah, you we're know? going to see we're going to see that iconic red, gold, and blue. Yeah. What do you think, Nath? I mean, I, how many times does Marvel and Kevin Feige have to prove to us that they're going to get this shit right? Like, just wait for the movie to come out. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure Captain Marvel's going to look Those are my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, what just said to us, you know, if they do Marvel, they could use the whole Kree-Scroll dynamic to help explain to the movie fans. Uh, we already we already know that, that, that it is. They already stated in the synopsis that they are going to go into depths about the pre-scroll war. So we already know that they're going to imply that. And we're also going to see how uh, Carol gets her pow powers, which, you know, is because of the fact that she was bonded with Marvel. You know, so we're, we're going to see all, all that in, in her movie. But the thing is that we're going to get a, a view of her character in Infinity War is the big thing. And, you know, more than likely it's going to be at the end after everything's said and done after everyone's licking their wounds and having their asses beat that she's going to show up and basically bring, you know, bring the cavalry. Has to. That that would be the, the biggest place for her to be, you know? Uh, I, I still think it'll be interesting on how they're going to do it, but right now, you know, like like you said, it's going to be a wait and see, you know? You know what they're doing. Let, let's let it happen out. And 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 speaking of that, with with, with cameos and, and all that, the the last thing I want to talk about here is uh, because we've been talking a lot about you know Fox and and their characters, the Fantastic Four. Is that you know how we've been talking about how Disney may actually lose the the Fox acquisition to like someone else like Comcast or anything? 
I looked into it a little bit more, and it's actually not to prevent the acquisition of Fox. It's actually the the bidding wars actually for for what's called known as Sky News, and what Sky News is is the big European uh, news network there and across Europe. And what that what that's gonna do is that if Comcast actually beats out Sky, or if Comcast beats out Disney for purchasing Sky uh, News, that's actually going to slow down the acquisition of Fox. Because if Disney is able to acquire Sky, which is a majority owned by Fox, then that eases their transfer of being able to acquire them. But the the thing is, Comcast is actually uh, close to beating Disney on the bid for Sky News, which will slow down the acquisition. But it's not going to be Comcast buying Fox. It's just going to be slowing down the acquisition process because of the fact that they're not going to be owning all their subsidies. What do y'all think about that on, on what this could do? Because that can actually make a lot of changes to, to possible plans if that is the big implication here. Neth, what, what do you think? Uh, can you repeat the question? <laughs> oh man! If if Comcast blocks Disney from acquiring Sky News, that's going to oh, slow down the oh, Fox God, acquisition. Yeah. Um, I think what Comic Book Cast already explained, where like even if that were to happen, the deal starts falling through. Uh, Disney is still going to fight for just the character rights, at least to for the X Men and all that, because technically that is a property of Marvel. So I think we'll still get those characters back, no matter what. But um, I don't know <laughs> because Disney will still be kind of scary if they get all of Fox Entertainment as well. Like that is one huge conglomerate, one yeah. huge entertainment conglomerate, isn't it? Yeah, because you already got to think about everything that Disney already owns as it is. You know, ABC, NBC, MSNBC. You know, ABC Family. The, the, there's a lot. It, it, it's yeah. gonna be interesting, but but I think right now that the the big reason that they're trying to buy this, uh, you know, Sky News is because it's a majority owned by, um, Fox itself for the European side, and that if Comcast were to buy Sky and win out that bid war, one, it's gonna give you know Comcast a majority of all news networks in Europe, so it could be seen as a bad thing. But if Disney wins it, it helps create competition, but it also helps to speed up the acquisition of Fox overall with, with the deal that they already have. That's that's the big thing about it that, that's going to create, you know, uh, the two issues that, that's going on. You know, that so it, it could have a lot of implications uh, on it. And, and, you know, we still may be seeing fox being acquired and i definitely agree even if it does fail they don't get all of more uh, fox studios i definitely do see them fighting to get the the character rights of properties uh op what, what do you think on all this all right good talk good talk <laughs> damn oh man it's a busy day apparently everyone's mics be having issues and stuff man it, yeah it's but uh, while we're still here and we're probably about to wrap up, do you want to give your thoughts on the My Hero Academia season premiere? Oh, God, man. <laughs> oh, oh, now he comes in for that. Either way, you know, Comcast is trying to stay alive because Disney, the mouse, is taking over. 
they don't want everything to be put on Netflix. They're trying to keep, you know, cable alive. So they're just trying to slow it down as much as they can. But either way, it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We're gonna Disney's gonna own Fox. I'm not they're not gonna own Fox. We're gonna own the characters, and we're gonna get the movies that we always wanted. This is gonna take a little longer. Yeah, I I agree. It's gonna be one of those things. But since now you jumped in before we get off, because we we all want to talk about this. <laughs> what is uh? What are your thoughts on the premiere for for My Hero for that new season, man? Oh, uh, y'all are in for a treat. Of course, like y'all already know, I read up ahead of the manga. Y'all, I'm gonna see some wild ass fights. Just leave it at that. <laughs> it, it's definitely gonna be setting up something interesting, man. I, I definitely oh, say that this first episode, I'll, I'll definitely say was was a recap. We can't deny that. It gives you a quick overview of everything that's happening, but it's still showing, you know. The kids preparing to set up for the rest of the story yeah. arc. It's them talking, reminiscing, but it's definitely still driving the story towards what's coming up. You know, it, it's showing them getting ready for for leaving on their summer vacation training yeah. program. But it's them just having a bit of fun, but still talking about everything that's happened. It's it's I, wonderful. The hype I'm, is real. For, yeah, the hype yeah. is definitely real. We already know that they're that they're teasing a lot of stuff that's coming. We got to see, you know, Shigaraki and Kokogori from the uh, the League of Villains talking about the new possibilities coming up. Man, it's just ah, oh, there's, there's it's gonna be a good season, man. It's it's gonna be great. Twenty five episodes. Oh man, I, I know. And then not only that, but in the middle of the season, we're gonna be getting the movie. Oh, I'm excited for the movie. We're about to see Young All Might. Young All Might, yeah. Death over there. That's Oh, I'm sorry that he opened his eyes and like rock. Hey, you saw his eyes open. That was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Brock opening his eyes. No, oh, my. Oh, man. But I, uh, it, 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 has been, it has been excited just because of the fact that those first, that first episode, man, it still just hit me. It had, had me just feeling so overwhelmed because, in fact, just watching Deku's growth in the beginning and seeing the reminiscent of the stories just man, that, that, that show every episode gets material. I just I love it too much, man. I, I can't not. Yeah, every time every time I hear what comes on, I always have a smile on my face. Yeah, dude, it's a real just, good show. I love it, man. It, it's it's something special. It's one of those those shows that are truly gems that come out every like only so often they're rare like gems out of it that just are able to, to withstand and just permeate throughout everything you know yeah i just can't wait to once it picks up man i know twitter youtube everything's gonna, gonna go crazy they're gonna oh, go crazy. oh we already know wait. and and he's been talking nonstop about a character that's been confirmed for this season, Lamillion, and he can't wait to see that character. So but y'all know I love Lamillion. Yeah. <laughs> we, we already know. We know it's going to be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I think we've had a, a lot of fun here, man. I, I think it's been a good day, despite uh, Soul. I'm at work, ass, and and op. 
always never getting anything right. Well, that's not entirely true, no. Uh uh huh. Right, right. But we all we always have a fun time when we all together, man. And we want to thank everyone who's watching right now. The 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 people here that are with us. You know, we 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 love doing this. We love geeking out. We love talking with y'all. Uh, whenever y'all are here with us. So as always, from everyone here at the United States of Smash. You know, we'll catch y'all next time. Stay beautiful. Peace out. Peace.